Welcome to the Stories We Don't Tell, a podcast about storytelling. This episode of the Stories We Don't Tell podcast is brought to you by the Peggy Sue Collection. The Peggy Sue Collection, because fashion is a force for good. Head to our website, www.peggysuecollection.com, and insert in your discount code, hashtag SWDTConfused, to receive 15% off of your final purchase. All right, so uh, this is uh, Stories We Don't Tell, 5 and 5. After Dark. This is one of my favorite things because uh, I've been kind of obsessed with this uh, over the last year because it keeps changing. Is I think, you know, a lot of people talk about having, you know, when you're writing and you're a writer and you're trying to do that, is that you kind of find you, it takes a while to find your writer's voice. Mm. Uh, and then when you can kind of click into that, you're good. Right. Uh, I, in, in a similar way, I mean, to me, just through my experience, I think, is that you find, in the same way, you have like a performance voice mm-hmm. that I think can sometimes not be different than your writer's voice, but that you have to kind of somehow, you have to transition from it being on the page to being in front of people. Well, yeah, it has to be a part of what you're doing, right? Regardless of how your voice is when you're writing, you, you are adding a second element when you're actually performing this thing. You know, and and I think you can write in a way that sort of makes it easier to perform or harder, depending on how you're, depending on, on, on how much it matches your performance. Like, I think if you, uh, you know, you, you have sort of a slow, purposeful way of delivery, if you wrote a very animated piece in which people were sort of like constantly yelling or something, I think you would find that actively difficult to perform with what you've, with the sort of the, the voice that you have. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, I've done shows outside of our show where people have, um, they've tried to do, like they've tried to make me kind of do something else like say dance on up on the stage to the Mm. microphone or to do a weird um sort of improv-y q a that's supposed to be funny and i'm just like this doesn't work for me right i I just can't do it it's not my wheelhouse i just don't know and so it's like that i feel very uncomfortable doing that but then you know i think for me anyways and i'm interested to hear how, how you feel about this but for me, I, I feel like, you know, like I told you before we were recording is that I could do a, I don't know, I, I go by pages, you go by words, I yeah. know. But like I could write a single space, like two two and a half page story and I'm good under 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Then it kept moving, getting less and less and less to like now I'm like basically a page and a half and I'll get under 10 minutes. Because, uh, you know, for me, I discover in my performance voice, what I found is, um, it was in uh, one particular story and it was this, we did this detective story, Monica right. and I, and, um, I, I just, I started talking slower and it just seemed the, the more I talked slower and the, 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 the more absurd the thing seemed and also thinking of it as if I'm writing something funny, I'm very serious in the delivery delivery. and uh, and my what i'm thinking how i approach it is i think why are you all laughing at this Mm -hmm. i'm trying to explain something very serious to you Mm. and the more i sort of push that over you know experimenting with it for a while the more it it just seemed to work it paid off yeah yeah and then i kind of again it kind of clicks in like that writer's voice is that 
you you then com- it's a weird combination i think of when you're writing the story finding the right kind of story for your voice your performance voice then being able to write it out and then being able to adjust it so then to your how you perform it so yeah. anyways yeah and i i've personally found that actually it's interesting when I'm trying to write a story in which I'm able to sort of speak in my own voice versus a story that sort of requires me to constantly be in the, the time frame of the story. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's actually, I, I found it, um, I find it much easier to tell a story in which I'm able to be in the room with the audience and then I'm sort of discussing what's going, what telling a story rather than some other stories I've written in which I'm required to be in the moment like five, ten years ago. Yeah. You know, like there, there are stories in which I have to sort of be that other person. I have to be the person who's who's experiencing it because that's how the story it works and is written versus uh, stories in which I'm I'm in the room with everyone else and I'm retail, I'm retailing telling you something else. And, and you know, I, I'm not going to mention any names, mm-hmm. but um, when I've done some other events and working with some other people in trying to do it, I, I find what's another thing that's important is is understanding your performance voice and what. When I say comfortable, I don't mean being safe necessarily, but what, what, where is the place that you can feel the most comfortable in order to explore certain ideas that you want to? So I don't do voices. Mm. I know there's lots of other people that do voices. And I did a show one time where they were really trying to push me to do voices. And I did them and I fucking hated it. <laughs> and I'll never do it again because it just was not... It, it it was so uncomfortable for, for me in a bad way, mm. not in a, oh, I'm feeling emotional and like this is a story and I'm pushing it. Right. I, I just, I was like, this isn't how I want to tell the story. Right. And I think that's another important thing. Oh, yeah. When you're dealing with another person is being like, well, how, trying to help them figure out what's best, the best way for them to tell the story. Yeah, and I think that's also important in knowing actually how you want to tell a story and how... And I think if you know how you want to tell a story, then you can then you can then you can write towards that, right? Or, or you can perform it. But I think if you're, I think if you're still struggling with how to tell it, then you probably shouldn't tell it yet. You know, like I think mm-hmm. you, you need to know how you want to tell a story. You can't just get on stage and then be like, okay, we'll figure this out. Yeah. Because you you should have figured that out before. Yeah, for sure. And it takes some time. Yeah. So, um, what was the, what was the food related one for this one? I feel like every other one was food. What was the, what was the name? Well, why what food related? Oh, it was pizza the pizza delivery. delivery. It's all about timing. That so makes sense. Well, yeah. Understanding your delivery. Understanding. Oh, under- pizza delivery. Uh, so it was timing and understanding delivery. delivery. A lot of, a lot of so layers. You kind of had to dig a little bit to, to make that connection. There's a lot of layers in which it was also sort of like baking a cake. Yes. Yes. So there you go, everyone. Those are, that's our five and five. After dark. Thanks so much for joining us. Subscribe to the Stories We Don't Tell podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like what you hear, leave us a review on iTunes. For more information about the podcast, blog, and live events, find us on Facebook or visit storieswedonttell.org.